Jesus said, Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Every good endeavor is a gift from God. Here on Faith Marketplace Radio, you'll be inspired, equipped, and encouraged in your work as you hear business leaders share how their faith impacts their work. Joining us every Saturday at noon on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. For Faith Marketplace Radio, here are your hosts, Bob Lambert and Jennifer Villarreal. Hello, hello, Chicago land and all points around the world. Uh, we're beaming across there to you. I'm Bob Lambert and my wonderful co-host in studio with me again. Thank goodness she's back. I'm back. Jennifer, I'm not going to mess around with your last Jennifer name. Jennifer Reyes. <laughs> Reyes. <laughs> it was Villarreal. We're Reyes now. <laughs> yeah, Reyes now. <laughs> Uh, so be be alert for that now, in case you like. Who is that? Uh, and we're in studio today, which is fabulous. I, I just great, and we have a terrific guest on today. We're just so excited about and pumped about. But Jennifer, who are some of the folks that we'd like to be able to also put some recognition out there too, but also get them to text us because they need to know that. Well, yeah. You know what? I want to dedicate this show to our listeners and mm. our guests who have been on um, over these past, what is it, six and a half, seven years, yeah, almost seven yeah. years now. <laughs> and so um, we want to hear from you and we'd like you to text us at the studio. That number is 224-404-1988. And let us know what you want to um, hear moving forward on the show. Maybe you have some guests that you'd like us to feature, you know, just let us know that you're out there. And I also want to give a big shout out to Grace. Uh, she's mm. been like our number one fan. I don't know that much about her. So Grace, message us. Tell us a little <laughs> bit about you. Again, that number is 224-404-1988. Yeah, we love to hear from our guests. And we, it's wonderful, some of the feedback that we've gotten about the show and, and certainly the guests that we've had on and, uh, you know, the mission that we're on is to really bring this whole thing of faith into the marketplace to inspire, equip, and encourage people to be walking that and, and, and not be shy about that, uh, which leads us into something that, I'm, again, we got a fabulous guest today, uh, well-known here in Chicagoland area because this is a dynasty family. I would like to introduce you to Patrick McCaskey. He is a vice president of the Bears football organization, also a board member. So welcome, Patrick. Well, it's great to be with you. Thank you for this wonderful opportunity. Yeah, you know, uh, probably a lot of people know the, the McCaskey family and the, and the Alice family and all that about the Bears. But, you know, so let's just give them a little bit of the backstory because you've got quite a bit. And we love some of the things that you want to share with the audience today. So why don't you tell a little bit of, the, of your backstory to the, to the audience? My grandfather, George Alice, started the Chicago Bears in 1920. He played on the team for 10 years. He coached the team for 40 years. He was the owner of the team for 62 years until he died in 1983 at the age of 88. He left the team to his family. We are trying to extend his legacy. That legacy has two parts win championships, and help other people. All right, so you said that was win championships and help other people, right? Yes. Awesome. So, you know, obviously there's a bit of that history, but, you know, it had to be kind of tough growing up in the shadow of, of a figure like that, wasn't it? No, it was wonderful. I had a wonderful childhood, and I'm having a wonderful adulthood. <laughs> Love it. I started going to Bears games when I was five. Oh, wow. My brothers and I sat on an army blanket next to the <laughs> Bears bench while my grandfather coached. Uh-huh. He said to an official, no man is completely worthless 
you can always serve as a horrible example. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did he get thrown on the game after that? <laughs> no, he didn't. He was very hard on the officials during the games, uh-huh. but he never complained to the league office about the officials. Ah, uh, okay. And they appreciated that. Yep. They knew that if they could just get through the games, uh, everything would be all right. Yeah. Boy, what an example, huh, that your grandpa, I mean, he walked it for, for everybody. Everybody saw it, right? Yes, that's right. He was a, a man of faith and a man of prayer. Uh-huh. He didn't talk about his faith, but he lived it very strongly. Right. Well, when you when you live it, you don't have to talk about it very much, right? Isn't that kind of what uh, St. George right. says? You know, go spread the gospel, use words if necessary? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. So um, you also were around quite a few figures back in the day that were, you know, again, kind of heroes to people or at least were bigger than life. Uh, one of those, I, I, I go back yeah. a little ways, too. George Bland, I remember a lot. So what did he teach you? He taught us how to kick. <laughs> I started going to training camps when I was seven. Oh, wow. George Bland taught us how to kick. Bill George taught us how to play linebacker. <laughs> and Bill Wade taught us how to play quarterback. <laughs> I love that. And, 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 and at the beginning of camp, though, you, you had a tradition. Your grandfather had a tradition of what, what was that, that they had to start He had doing. the Bears run the Hallis Mile. Ah, the Hallis Mile. What was that about? Yes. That was four laps around the track at St. Joseph's College in Rensselaer, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And you had to finish in a time that was uh, relative to your position. Mm. Linemen didn't have to run it as fast as the backs, but they all had to run it. <laughs> now, I understand uh, also that, uh, Patrick, you had a little bit of an interesting experience when you were in college, right? You, you did something, you worked at something? was kind of unusual. Yes. For my last two semesters at Indiana University, I lived in a sorority with 70 ladies as their houseboy. <laughs> wow. I gave that up to work for the Bears. <laughs> what, uh, what did you take away from that experience? That it's easier to live with one woman than it is 70. <laughs> <laughs> It was great preparation for marriage, Uh and now that I am married, I make sure that I do my chores and errands. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. You also, uh, one of the things that I I thought was interesting, too, is how do you incorporate the faith there within the Bears organization? You shared a couple things about that. Well, the Bears have mass and chapel service before every game. Mm Mm-hmm home and away at the team hotel. Okay. Uh, we try to get the Pope <laughs> because we think our games are important. <laughs> we offer a hun- two tickets and a hundred dollars. <laughs> Chuck Simpson said he probably doesn't know who to bring. <laughs> I love it. Well, Patrick, um, why don't we switch gears a little bit? Have you faced any challenges along the way that you'd like to share? Oh, every day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We need to win more championships, uh, particularly because the Green Bay Packers have 13, 
championships, and the Bears have nine. Oh boy! Uh, the and this is disconcerting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we think that the Packers are doing very well for an expansion team. <laughs> <laughs> the National Football League started in 1920, and the Packers joined the league in 1921. I see. So the expansion so, team. <laughs> so the Bears and the Cardinals are the two charter franchises, and the other 30 teams are expansion teams. Yeah. Well, you guys didn't start out as the Bears. Was it Stanley something or other uh, that we just started out? Decatur Staley's. Ah, the Decatur Staley's, right. Yeah. The Staley starch-making company in Decatur sponsored the team when it was part of the American Professional Football Association and later renamed the National Football League. That was in 1920. In 1921, there was a recession. So Mr. Staley gave my grandfather $5,000 worth of advertising to move the team Chicago with the stipulation that the nickname Staley's be retained for one season. Ah, okay. So in 1921, the team was the Chicago Staley's, and that was the year we won the first of nine championships. Yeah. How'd the Bears come into it? How'd that name come in there? My grandfather grew up as a Cubs fan. Aha, there you go. And when the Bears moved to Chicago, we played at what was then called Cubs Park before it was renamed Ridley Field. And my grandfather thought that football players were a little bit bigger and stronger than baseball players, so it was a natural transition to go from Cubs to Bears. <laughs> I love it. I love these stories. Well, Patrick, can you share with us a little bit more about how you currently incorporate um, faith with what you do with uh, work? Well, I go to Mass nearly every day. Um, St. Patrick Church in Lake Forest is close to Hallis Hall in Lake Forest, so I, I usually go there Monday through Friday. And on the weekends, uh, St. Mary's Church in Lake Forest is closer to my home, and so I usually go to Mass there. Mm-hmm. And there are 1,328 chapters in the Bible. If we read 26 chapters a week, we can read the Bible in 51 weeks, and have a week off for Christmas break. Mm-hmm. We can use that week to write our thank you notes for our Christmas gifts. <laughs> but reading the Bible every year from Genesis through Revelation is something I've done for over 40 years. Mm, that's beautiful. So tell me a little bit more, though, and how you incorporate your faith in, in work. Well, I've had six books published, and I give copies of my books to everyone who works for the Bears. Mm. Mm -hmm. Hey, listen, we're going to be right back here with uh, Patrick McCaskey, the rest of the story. Uh, Get out there on the website, faithmarketplace.com. All of the podcasts that we've had for over the six years that we've been on, going on seven years, are out there for download to listen to when you're in the car. 
other things to do. So uh, we're going to be right back with our special guest, Patrick McCaskey. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here with Patrick McCaskey, Vice President of the Bears Organization, also obviously serves on the board. He's with us today. He's got uh, a lot of wonderful things he's going to do to talk to us about. One of those is going to be about the March for Life coming up. But Patrick, you kind of left us off there with you're giving uh, copies of your book away to uh, you know members of the Bears team and also the organization. What, can you give us a little bit more about what that is? It's something I started uh, when I began working for the Bears in 1974. I had collections of my writings printed and gave to people who work for the Bears, including the coaches and the players. And I had about 30 of these printed before I got my first book published. Mm. And that was, that was in 2009, and I've had six books published. And I have another one at the publisher now that will come out shortly. But what I do is I just put the books in everyone's mail slots and they have the freedom to read the books or not read the books. It's strictly mm-hmm. up to them. Sure. And it, what's the subject around most of these books? What are you talking about in the books? The first book was about the Bears. Mm-hmm. Uh, another book was about the NF National Football League, okay. about the coaches who have won the most championships. And the other four and the fifth that's going to be published are about sports and faith. Ah, wonderful. Mm-hmm. That's terrific. The collections of uh, essays and poems that I've written about s- sports and faith. Can people get those on Amazon, or where do they get those books? Yes, that's right. Okay. Or through the publisher, Sporting Chance Press. Okay. Uh, in uh, Libertyville. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, Crystal Lake. Okay. Awesome. That'd be great. Well, Patrick, can you share with us a little bit more about um, you want to win championships with sportsmanship? What does that look like exactly? Yes. Yes, we want to win championships with sportsmanship. We do good works quietly for God's glory. We fear God, and we respect our opponents. We are trying to keep the Bears going until the second coming. (laughs) I love that. We work diligently, and we trust God for the results. Like the Magi who follow the great star, we go forward in faith. Mm. We are grateful for at least the following. God created a wonderful world in six days. Jesus died for our sins, including fumbles. (laughs) When we need the Holy Spirit, he is there. He is even there when we think that we don't need him. We are hopeful that the world will not end until the Bears have the most championships. (laughs) I love it. Instead of the Super Bowl most valuable player saying that he's going to Disney World, he could say that he's going to church or mosque or temple. After the presentation of the trophy, the second coming would be a great post-game show. (laughs) We want to play our games with cooperation that is like an Amish barn raising. We go to church and Bible study and have daily devotions. Our mandate is to love God and each other. In our attempts to love, 
we're often funny. <laughs> well, Patrick, you sure are funny. Yeah, really. I love this. <laughs> I think I think we're just going to let you keep talking here. So yeah. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> so keep Alice going. Hall is a, Alice Hall is a place of work and not a den of thieves. It is a halfway house to heaven. Instead of saying, please be quiet, we say, please become a mime. <laughs> we give away the credit and we take the blame. We criticize privately and we praise publicly. Instead of singing as soloists, we sing as a chorus. We provide accountability and encouragement for each other. Yep. From William Bennett's book, The Moral Compass, we know that Goethe once said that you must labor to possess what you have inherited. If you are not grateful for your gifts and opportunities, you are not likely to value them. And if you do not value them, you are not likely to work hard to preserve them and improve them. If you know some people who are not Bear fans, don't be discouraged. <laughs> Some of the greatest Christians started out as atheists. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus forgave the good thief. All they have to do is repent. Oh, that's wonderful, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. That is wonderful. <laughs> well, Patrick, do you have any words of wisdom that you would have given your younger self, knowing what you know now? Well, let's see. Uh, we're not called to walk on water or change water into wine or multiply loaves and fishes or raise the dead or be scourged at the pillar or walk the Calvary with a cross on which to be crucified. We are not called to do what is impossible for us. Christ performed all of those heavenly deeds at a three-year pace. It is for us to follow in his steps. Live for righteousness without being self-righteous. Mm. Oh, that's wonderful. What great words of wisdom. Uh, now, you have family members and all that, too. So are these some of these words yes. that you share with them? Yes, they get the books, too. <laughs> <laughs> is it mandatory reading? Do, you have a bad, do they have to do a book report after each one of these? <laughs> no. No? They do read them. They do read them. I love it. That's great. Have, it, comments-wise, from you know distributing these books to the players and the other members of the, uh, the team uh, on the organization, have you gotten comments back from this at all? From them? Yes. Uh, they're appreciative. Okay. And... And they certainly know where you're coming from, right? Yes, that's right. So, hey, uh, speaking of which, obviously you've got a lot of folks around you, and you've been exposed to a lot of folks as far as inspiration to you, either within Chicago or outside Chicago. What would some of those people be, and what were some of those things that are inspiration to you? Well, when I was a child, there was a series of books called Vision Books. They were about saints and other wonderful people. My mother gave us these books for ourselves and for our friends when we were invited to their birthday parties. Mm. Uh, my two favorite books in this series were Champions in Sports and Spirit and More Champions in Sports and Spirit. <laughs> uh, Ed Fitzgerald wrote both books. Mm. 
regardless of what happens on the field, let's behave like champions in sports and spirit. Mm. Let's not analyze. Let's not denigrate. Let's not second guess. Let's not diagnose injuries before we've read the x-rays. <laughs> Let sportsmanship prevail. Yeah. You know, and I think that's kind of a history all the way through. You know, the the, the monsters of Midway, the, you know, the, the toughness of the Bears, but yet uh, you always seem to operate on a level that was uh, at a professional level that really uh, showed everybody, you know, in the sports world. Because there's, you know, some, some things that have happened that have gone off the rails, obviously, in, in – uh, you know, professional sports, and you guys have always held up a high standard of integrity, uh, both uh, on the field and off the field. So, I think that's great. Hey, Patrick, can I you? Think the, oh, go ahead. I think the National Football League works best when there's cooperation off the field mm-hmm. and competition on the field. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Patrick, can you share with us a little bit more about what you do to encourage the team and others around you? Well, uh, I've written the Ten Commandments of Football. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, football is a wonderful game. There's blocking and tackling and much, much more. Be enthusiastic. Weddings, births, and vacations should take place during the off season. <laughs> Remember the Hupmobile in the original meeting. All previous games are preparation for the next one. That's four. Five is obey the personal conduct policy. Six, work for the good of the league. Seven, win championships with sportsmanship. Mm. Eight, you shall not criticize the officials. (laughs) Nine, you shall not covet other teams' coaches or players. Ten, game times are tentative and subject to flexible scheduling. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) Well, folks, I told you we're going to have some humor here today, and I just love this, Patrick. And having the privilege of of meeting you at at an event and uh, having a little bit of a brief conversation, i got to tell you, I'm just thrilled that you uh, graced us with your presence today and some of the wonderful things that you're going to do. In the next segment, we really want to dive into, uh, you know, the march that's coming up, uh, your role in that, and some of the things that you've done, some of the public speaking that you do also, encouragement out there to others. Um, and, you know, a little bit maybe of, of the philosophy, your personal philosophy as to how you have um, benefited from being a person of faith and walking that, uh, what others see in that. You know, because Jennifer and I talk a lot about that. Uh, the people that led me to the Lord, there was just something special about them. They, they, they weren't, you know, evangelizing me or proselytizing me. It's just the way they walked their presence and who they were and, and how they did that. So. Yeah, and we have a lot more great stuff, great stuff coming up here um, in the fourth segment of the show. So we're going to also talk about, um, you know, not allowing yourself to become dull with the work that you do. So you're going to want to make sure that you stay tuned for that. And also, we want you to connect with us on Facebook, on LinkedIn. Uh, you can also check out our website, faithmarketplace.com. But more importantly, we want to hear from you via text. So message us. That number is 224-404-1988. Again, that number is 224-404-1988. Let us know uh, if you have any guests that you'd like us to interview or any particular topics, especially around faith and work. We want to hear how you're incorporating that and how this show has inspired you. 
Yes, indeedy. And again, we're going to be back with our special guest today, Patrick McCaskey, Vice President and a board member of the Chicago Bears. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Welcome back. It's Jennifer Reyes and my co-host Bob Lambert. And we have a really special guest today, Patrick McCaskey. He is the board member and VP of the Chicago Bears. And we're going to be talking about the March for Life um, coming up here in Chicago, January 11th at 1 p.m. in Daly Plaza in just a moment. But first, Patrick, can you tell us um, some of the the tools, resources, or um, more words of wisdom that, that you uh, go-to that you use? Well, that would be the Beatitudes of football. (laughs) All right. We're ready to hear. Blessed are the champions in sports and spirit, for they watch the games with sportsmanship. Blessed are they who attend funerals, for they provide condolences. Blessed are they who do not fight, for they will not be penalized. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for fitness, for they have a healthy lifestyle. Blessed are the helpful, for they will improve the game. Blessed are they who play clean, for they are doing God's will. Blessed are the foot washers, for they will be called servants of God. Blessed are they who go to church, they hear the wonderful news of salvation. Blessed are you when they mock and scorn you because of your faith. These are opportunities to live the gospel. Yeah, that is, man. You, uh, just the way you construct things, I love it, especially around the whole sports bet. But what the lessons here are, I mean, you, you're nailing it for just about anything in life, right? These Beatitudes. So uh, tell us a little bit more. Uh, Patrick, you've been involved in the March for Life now how many years? I've spoken at the last six Marches for Life in Chicago, and I'll speak again on Saturday, uh, January 11th at 1 p.m. in Daly Plaza. So I'm looking forward to that. What started this for you? What, what was it about the March for Life that got you involved? When I was seven months in my mother's womb, she received the blessing for expected mothers. And my grandfather, George Hallis, was my godfather. And my aunt Flossie McCaskey uh, was my godmother. And she was the mother of my father's cousin, Pat McCaskey, who was killed during World War II. So I was protected in the womb and baptized and received the sacraments of confession, reconciliation, Holy Communion, confirmation, matrimony. And I was protected by my family and I think it's important to encourage other families to protect their children. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, the the whole sanctity of life is what we're talking about here, right? Is what you feel very strongly about. I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From the inception to natural death. Mm-hmm. 
Well, let's say somebody isn't familiar with the March for Life and, um, you know, what that's going to look like. Can you share a little bit about that, Patrick, of what they can expect? We'll start at the Daily Plaza with uh, several speakers, and then we'll walk about a mile through the streets of downtown Chicago, and we'll be uh, protected and escorted with the Chicago police. We're very cooperative, and they have told us that there are... uh, advocates of us because of how we march through the streets. It's very orderly and lovingly done. Mm -hmm. Mm. Right. And so what's the anticipation as far as the audience goes for this and the people that might come around or come to this thing? Is this several thousand people, several thousand people. Yeah. And obviously hearing speakers and do the march. And obviously here in Chicago, that can get a little little frosty, can it? <laughs> get a little it chilly. can, but it, it's important to wear layers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> important to wear layers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Layer up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, and, it, and it's an important message, too, that people need to be aware of, and I think right. they're willing to make that small sacrifice, right? Yeah. So um, about how many hours... Uh, does this run? So you said it's at 1 p.m., January 11th, Daily Plaza in Chicago, correct? Yes, it'll go for uh, for the speakers and the march through the streets, take a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now you're speaking also at this, right? Yes, that's right. So are you speaking up front or in the back end, or where, when when are you going to be speaking? I'm in the middle. You're in the middle. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Got you in the middle then, going, going for the middle yes. road there. Right. In the past, over this last six years or so that you participated in this, what's been inspiring to you about some of the speakers or the people you've met or interfaced with? What are some of the things that kind of stand out to you? Well, I get to meet a lot of very nice people. Mm -hmm. And people of faith who live the gospel. Mm. And the speakers are very good, worthwhile. Uh, no, we're all extraordinary experience. Yeah, is there a particular theme or something like that you know, that you followed through all of this that you speak about? Well, the theme varies from year to year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, the theme is about the empowerment of women, mm-hmm. and I see that through my mother, in that she goes to Mass every day and is uh, empowered through the sacraments, uh, particularly communion, mm-hmm. Holy Communion. And if we let God work through us, uh, we can do wonderful things. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Hey, well, you know, I know there's uh, another part of Patrick, too, the fun-loving part of Patrick. There's a lot of cool things. Uh, what would you tell somebody if they ask you, you know, that that don't know you, and there's probably a number of listeners out here that don't, that's kind of interesting, funny, amazing, or cool about you, about Patrick? Or something that you created. Or something you created, yes. Well, I've written a Bear's Prayer, mm-hmm. and I've written uh, something called If the Apostles Have Played Football. <laughs> okay. 
And what would what would that be like if the Apostles played football? <laughs> uh, they would have been a great team. Yeah, I bet they would have. <laughs> What's the Bears' prayer? Bitterness is spiritual cancer. Forgiveness is spiritual rapture. Weather is a reminder that God is the boss. The Spirit strengthens us even after a loss. Jesus Christ is the man. Salvation is the plan. When we dance God's dance, he gives us another chance. God's work is efficient. His food is sufficient. Here's a part of my prayers. Bear down, Chicago Bears. (laughs) I love it. Got to get that in there, don't we? Bear down, Chicago Bears, right? Yeah, that's great, Patrick. Thank you for sharing that. Well, I want to remind our listeners about uh, some of the books that you wrote. I believe there were six of them, correct? Six and another's on the way. And another's on the way. Do you have that title yet? Sportsmanship. Great. And what are some of the titles of the other books? I know we repeated that in the earlier um, segment, which people can go and listen to on faithmarketplace.com if they missed it. But what are some of the other titles? Bear With Me, a Family History of George Hallis and the Chicago Bears, Sports and Faith, Stories of the Devoted and the Devout, Pillars of the NFL, Coaches who have won three or more championships. Sports and faith. More stories of the devoted than the devout. Pilgrimage. And worthwhile struggle. I love that. And they can find that on Amazon and also with the publisher, correct? So who is that publisher? Yes. The publisher is Sporting Chance Press. And they're located in Crystal Lake. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. You know, Patrick, uh, just we want to I'm going to wrap up a little bit of this segment, and then we'll have the, the last uh, roundtable segment with you. But is there any other things, words of encouragement, and things that you would want to share out there with uh, with our listeners today, uh, whether it be sports related or anything else? Just kind of uh, kind of your philosophy of life or things that you want to share. Well, I'd like to do the if the apostles have played football. Okay, good. All right, Jesus would have been the coach. Peter would have been the quarterback. Andrew was Peter's brother. They would have been used to playing catch in the yard. Let's put Andrew at tight end. (laughs) James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John were known as the sons of thunder. They would have been the running backs. We don't know much about Philip, Bartholomew, James, the son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, and Simon the Cananean, so they would have been the linemen. Thomas and Matthew would have been receivers. Matthias, who replaced Judas, would have been the kicker. Paul would have been a writer and a speaker. Yeah, that's great. He wrote a lot of letters, even though the Corinthians were the only ones who ever wrote back. <laughs> Wherever he spoke... There was either a revival or a riot. (laughs) 
That's great. Well, listen, we're going to be right back with our special guest, Patrick McCaskey of the Chicago Bears, and we're going to chew on the subject, Have You Allowed Yourself to Become Dull in Your Job? I can't wait for this one. I know there's a few dull edges I've had in my career, too. So stay with us and get out there and check out the website, faithmarketplace.com. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here with, again with Patrick McCaskey of the Chicago Bears, Vice President and Board Member. And we're going to roundtable a little subject today out of our book called uh, Proverbs for Business. And that is, have you allowed yourself to become dull in your job? Patrick, I don't imagine you probably have had much opportunity to be dull in your job, have you? No, I haven't. Uh, my parents have 11 children. <laughs> Four of us work for the Bears, and the others are experts. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you what, what do you want to chew on this a little bit as far as being dull? What, what kind of things do you do or have you seen done or that you mirror that uh, – Keep or prevent you from doing that or keeping the edge on, on uh, your intellect, your humor, and all that kind of stuff? I think it's important to be a lifelong learner. Mm. So I listen a lot and I read a lot. Mm -hmm. And I'm sort of taking courses uh, in that I'm reading books by professors at colleges across the country. For example... Tony Esselin teaches literature at Magdalen College in New Hampshire, and I read his books. Mm. Scott Hahn teaches theology at Franciscan University in Ohio, and I read his books. Harry Kramer mm, yeah, teaches Harry. business mm -hmm. ethics at Northwestern University. Yep. Yep. We've had him in the show. Yeah. Oh, good. Yep. And... Peter Kraft teaches philosophy at Boston College. So these men don't necessarily know that I'm one of their students, uh, <laughs> but I am. Yeah. You know, another suggestion we have is Dr. Nicholas Pierce, which is also at Northwestern, a good associate to Harry Kramer. I don't know if you know of, or heard of Nicholas, but uh, he's I got uh, passion. might have met him along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Purpose. Yeah. He's written a book on purpose. Yeah. yeah. I like what you said there, oh, Patrick. Good. It's about listening. It's about reading. It's about learning. Yep. And so that's really good. And Ecclesiastes 10.10 talks about if the axe is dull and he does not sharpen its edge, then he must exert more strength. And wisdom has the advantage of giving success. So it sounds like that's pretty much what you what you said there. You know, in this crazy yes. world we're living in right now, too, with things going so quickly, so fast, and, and the digital and all, all the rest of this stuff, you know, sometimes, I guess, uh, you know, for me, it just gets a little bit overwhelming. Sure. Uh, I've had to set up gates around me, but also I, I, I have to be careful of that, that I'm not leaving myself open to new learning or other things coming in. Yeah. But you don't want to be stuck in that pattern, right, um, of doing the same thing every day, and then before you know it, you know, the world has changed all around yeah, you. Yeah, no kidding. But also having some discernment in that, too, mm -hmm. because, you know, I, I mean, this is the vastness of knowledge out there today and the vastness exactly. of all this information coming at you. Uh, I've had times where hours have passed because I got sucked down the rabbit hole, just chasing yeah. down all kinds of different things instead of really being more intentional about those things. And I love what you said, Patrick, about 
where you're really pursuing or being very intentional about some of the stuff you're yeah, reading. Yeah, I think that's the key word. A lot of the clients, when I first start working with them, they're overwhelmed by so much content out there that they can't get that clarity and focus and direction. Right. And so I actually encourage them to cut out all that noise. Mm. And a lot of the reasons why is because God wants to give us and deliver a message to us and how he wants to work through our business, right? right. And so if we're <laughs> absorbing everything else out there, we may be getting distracted and sidetracked and um, just running down that you know, rabbit hole. And so I, I think that's important. And then the second thing, Bob, you may relate to this with the people that you serve in your business is that um, they work with you or they work with me uh, or other coaches out there and trainers because they don't want to invest so much time. That's what we've done. That's our right. passion is to go out there and learn that and then share that and give them the shortcuts. What do you think about that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that you hit it on the head. You know, having some expertise in a field, but knowing what that is, too. You can't be all things to all people. Right. So, uh, like you, I've had situations where I've been coaching somebody, and uh, frankly, they they need, uh, you know, coaching or they need help in more of a professional level from a mental health standpoint or something like that. I also, when when I share that with business owners and people where I'm doing coaching with their people, I tell them, you know, much oftentimes what I do, and I know you handle it that way in coaching too, is it's confidential. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, even though we're not healthcare professionals, we have to hold that sacrosanct what people say to us. Yes. Except for the fact that I make it very very upfront. If they're harming it, themselves. If they're going to harm themselves or going to be harmed to another. Another, yeah. Then, then the transparency of that. But what I'm hearing you say there is that we can point them to resources. <laughs> yes. And so a lot of times people in business just kind of stay in their lane, which can be good too. But remember, right. we're all connectors yep. and that we can point people to other resources and just like how Patrick was sharing some of the authors and the reading that he you know that inspires him right. we can do the same do you how do you do that with the, with a team do you do you have an opportunity Patrick to to talk to individuals on the team or to management in the team or or in the organization and all about some of this yes uh, if they are interested mm-hmm. in talking about my books that's fine uh, but we uh, encourage each other every day, uh, not only to read good books, but also to go to concerts like Mercy <laughs> Me. I love it. <laughs> yeah, love and it. Amy Grant. And yeah. Michael W. Smith. Yeah, very good. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you're doing it all year round then, right? <laughs> not just during football. Yes, that's right. Yeah. 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 I also like what Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen says, that um, iron sharpens iron. So one man sharpens another. And I think it's important that we surround ourselves with other people who, um, what is the saying? You, you kind of want to be the, the dumbest person in the room, right? Yeah. You don't always want to be the smartest one, the leader and everything. And so getting into collaborations or, um, uh, for lack of better words, masterminding, things like that with others in your right. fields. And I know there's some really great organizations in Chicago that yes. do this. So Christian Business Fellowship. Yes. Uh, you, you know of some others, Bob? Yeah, Barnabas, Convene, C12. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of help out there. Yeah. And Jennifer and I really want to encourage business leaders and listeners out there to really engage in learning more about some of these things. And connect with us because oh, yeah. we're the, those connectors. Bob and I also put together events individually yep. and together and with 
Faith Marketplace. I have the Unshakable Confidence Club. Yep. You have some great things going on, Bob, too. Good. And so make sure that you reach out to us, whether it's here at the studio, to get in touch with both of us. And that number is 224-404-1988. Or you can find us online, social media, all of that good stuff. Yeah. And also, you know, if you want to get tapped into us about other things that you could be reading or studying yeah. or things like that, because, again, Jennifer and I are very collective. We, we bring in a lot of information, both for our own benefits, but oftentimes I'm doing it also with the eye on how I can help a client with a specific mm-hmm. issue. Always, yeah. You know, and, and getting deeper into that mm-hmm. as to educating myself and then also sharing a little guidance that I might be able to give to them. Yeah. That's the value add that we bring, I think, as individuals. Uh, and also the giving nature of what we want to do. We want to lift everybody up. All boats rise in the tide. And I think that's what God has challenged both of us with and this show with is to really rise this up, you know, that the marketplace is where it's happening out there. That's where the revival is going to happen. And the business leaders now to really be able to walk that and be that light on the beacon on the top of the hill uh, is really important um, yeah, because we want to encourage you to be bolder yeah, with yeah. that. And being bolder in your faith and work doesn't necessarily mean, you know, preaching to everyone right. in the workplace. We're not necessarily saying that unless that's your gift and that's what you're called to do, right? right? Um, but there's a lot of different ways that you can you can do that. And you're going to want to make sure that you stay tuned for another show um, that your special guests are going to be Bob and Jennifer, actually. So um, we want you to be aware of that. And then also we want you to connect with Patrick McCaskey. You can find his books on Amazon and with a publisher and then Definitely go and say hello. Tell him that you heard him on Faith Marketplace at the March for Life on January 11th, 1 p.m. Daily Plaza in Chicago. And that website is marchforlifechicago.org. Again, that's marchforlifechicago.org. And get out there and check out the website. We're chock full of all the episodes that are out there. <clears throat> Pick some out. There's we got some great guests that we've had on, including the one we had on today. I know there's going to be a lot of hits on that one. But we just want to encourage that. And we're here every Saturday, noon to 1 o'clock on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. We hope that you will join us again next Saturday, noon to 1 o'clock. Jennifer and I are excited for this and also to look forward to, the, to this coming year. Thanks for joining us for Faith Marketplace Radio, here to inspire, equip, and encourage Chicagoland's Christian business community. Faith Marketplace is on every Saturday at noon, right here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Listen to past shows anytime online at faithmarketplace.com.